It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast for 2023, available every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple, and of course, wherever you get your good podcast from. Well, we are into weekend mode, yay. Another Saturday morning has arrived. It is the 25th day for February for 2023. And if your feet are on the ground moving from open home to open home or from auction to auction, or perhaps you are prepping your property for sale this weekend, good luck with all of that. May this weekend have the right outcome for you. And coming up this morning, we're going to be talking to Anthony Landau with the Mortgage Talk series. And we're going to be looking at mortgage prisoners and interest rate headwinds. And good morning, Anthony. Welcome back to the Real Estate Podcast. Have you had a busy working week? Yeah, there's a lot on in finance, but we've had some nice sunshine here on the east coast of Australia in amongst a couple of big storms, but a lot on with interest rate rises in the housing market. We're going well. I look forward to talking about mortgage prisoners. It's such a big one, the the mortgage prisoners, and uh, I hate to say that the squeeze is on. I think it's quite relevant that we're looking at this this morning. Yeah, it's a big problem, and anecdotally, um, up to about 20% of mortgage holders could be impacted or are currently being impacted. So it's a big problem that I think uh, is going to become more of a problem in the next 6 to 12 months, and I think it's something the banks and the regulator might have to start taking a look at. All right, we'll be back with Anthony in just a moment with the Real Estate Breakfast. It's your Saturday morning Real Estate Breakfast. But first, if you're celebrating your birthday for today, for February the 25th, happy birthday. You're sharing your birthday with the Hobbit, Sean Astin from Lord of the Rings. He is turning 51. Chelsea Handler, the American comedian, is 47. And I see that it was on this day that Donald Bradman, who was born in 1908, he departed for the cricketing heavens uh, in 2001 on this day. It's your weekend real estate breakfast, a serial-sized podcast about what's happening in your local backyard every Saturday morning on the Real Estate Podcast. It's the main centre forecast. All right, let's check on your Saturday weekend weather. First, we go to Sydney. Good morning to you. Expecting the sunshine and a high of 28. In Melbourne, one or two showers. Your temperature of 25 degrees. Brisbane expecting a little bit of cloud cover. Should be dry, though, with 29 And in Perth today, expecting more of the blue sky, plenty of sunshine around. Keep the liquids up because your temperature is 33 degrees. We feature market updates, interviews and trends. It's your real estate podcast for breakfast. And we are back with Anthony Landau from Equilibria Finance talking mortgage prisoners and interest rate road bumps. And right now, new and existing borrowers are navigating rising interest rates combined with the cost of living pressures. Yes, we all know and we all experience what that is like. And with the RBA focused on inflationary targets and indicating more rate rises to come, mortgage holders are stressed and feeling the pain. So, Anthony, you're very vocal and passionate about this issue. And we've talked before on the podcast about being a mortgage 
prisoner. And I think it's just so well worthwhile discussing this again because it is so relevant in 2023 and more so than ever. So what is a mortgage prisoner and why is it such a big deal and a problem in 2023? Look, essentially a mortgage prisoner is somebody trapped in a product is not now suitable or a rate that is higher than it should be and they essentially can't get out of it. The reason it's happening is we've had a confluence of factors. We're in a rising rate environment, there's falling home values and serviceability buffers are maintained at the same rate that people were borrowing at a couple of years ago. For example, someone might have taken out a loan at 2%, they were assessed at 5%. If we try to refinance them now, they're being assessed at 8%. So essentially, the provider is saying, look, you can't service this loan that they may have been making constant repayments on for two or three years. They may have a good credit score, and they're essentially saying, we're not going to bring you across to your benefit to a lower rate. So it's a real problem where people are getting caught in rising rates, falling values, not being able to either meet serviceability criteria, or they're having an issue with the equity in their product. So they become trapped. And the the question is, of course, the consumer will be saying to themselves, what can actually be done about it? Is it the role of the regulator to step in or the banks? I think there's got to be some consideration. For example, you might have a first home buyer who bought between 2020 and 2022 with rising prices and falling rates. They're the main people being impacted. And it's got to take a common sense approach. The regulator, I think, needs to look at the assessment rate and look at criteria for people refinancing with a good credit history and who've never missed a repayment. There's got to be other criteria also bought in by the providers. For example, if something's of benefit to a client, if it makes sense to refinance and save at 1% of interest each year, or then that makes sense. That's in the best interest of the client. So I think they've got to start looking at other criteria for assessing refinances for those with good credit history and good repayment history, and also look at potentially the assessment rate for those who are refinancing across to a situation that's ultimately in their benefit. And we talked at the top about the borrowers. It's a time of uncertainty. So with that in mind, what can borrowers who face this situation do right now, I guess? Yeah, that's a good question because, as I said, it could affect up to 20% of borrowers. And, and just on that last point as well, I think I think to an extent, the banks have their head in the sand around this a little bit. They don't really want to address this issue because they they a lot of banks will retain clients who are on higher paying interest rates that, that can't move. But in terms of your, your specific question, what borrowers can do, look, we often help borrowers looking at areas that might help their serviceability. Um, we might look at their particular credit card limits, or we might look at consolidating other personal loans. We might look at um, reviewing their budgets. There might be ways they can make some savings over a couple of months, and we can take another look at it in the months ahead. There might be people who have built up some redraw or some offset where we could look at maybe paying the loan down a little bit. So there are some levers we can look at from a serviceability criteria that might be something we can look at that we can then take another look at it in a couple of months. We're also telling our our clients, speak to their existing provider. We're speaking to existing providers, really pressuring them to bring the existing rates down if they're in a situation where they can't get out of at the moment. 
You know, the serviceability, we've talked about that this week. It's, it's quite scary. Have you sat down with any of your clients and you've looked at the numbers, run the numbers in terms of them coming off the fixed term? So they might be coming off a 2% being whizzed right up to that massive higher rate. Have you talked to any clients where you've said, look, your serviceability might be really in question here from the bank? Yes, Craig, we're talking to our clients constantly at the moment, particularly those who are coming off a low fixed rate. 2% is not unrealistic and they might be looking at a rate of now 55 or 6%, which is close to 4% above what they're paying. So there's a number of things we're talking to them about. Firstly, understanding what their repayments will look like. They might be paying $1,000 or $1,500 a month in additional repayments when that fixed rate comes off. We're also talking to them about reviewing their rate when they come off the fixed rate with their existing provider, as well as looking at options for refinancing to new providers when we're able to. But the big thing is getting clients prepared, looking at their budgets, seeing what can be done to prepare them for those new repayments. Even start making the new repayments now or setting the funds aside. One other thing that's important just to touch on is if people feel they can't make the repayments or they're going to struggle, talk to their broker or talk to the provider before they stop being able to make a repayment because often there's a solution that can be found. You know, last year we kind of covered this, like talking about those that were on the fixed term and that they were going to be coming off this year. That was last year that we were talking about it. There was kind of like time in hand, but now not so much. Now we're kind of in that business end of the squeeze, time running out. So you kind of probably at times maybe even a counsellor, you're in that sort of counsellor position giving that advice, just trying to sort of hold everything steady and just steer them in the right direction. Yeah, a lot of what we're doing is giving guidance and and reassurance and and options and and just trying to help clients work through their options. Um, It's interesting you touch on last year because you're right, end of last year, we were talking about, look, maybe there'll be one or two rate rises. Will the rates increase in February or will the RBA sort of let everybody catch up, see if inflation catches up? And there's been a real mood swing um, from the RBA. Uh, They've come out with the inflationary numbers running hot, US inflation still high. They've really come out with two or three or even four rate rises on the radar. And I think everybody's adjusting to that new reality as well, that we've seen one in February, we're going to see one in March, we could see another one even in April. So I think everyone's adjusting to the fact that there's more rate rises to come uh, this year, when at the end of last year, there was some talk that maybe things were starting to ease off and we might only have one or two more rate rises. That's changed in the last um, three, four weeks, the language coming from the RBA governor. Mm. What, what do you think about uh, this sort of maxing out the cash rate? Some economists are saying 4.1 should do it and then it might start to come back from there. Yeah, look, um, I was probably one of the ones that thought that we might only get one or two rate rises this year. And I've certainly recalibrated my thoughts based on the language from the RBA. I think we're going to end up um, high threes or low fours is where it's going to land, which is going to be two or more rate rises um, over the next six or 12 months. Will they run them consecutively? I think we're going to see one in March. 
it might then be that we get a break for a month or two, but I, I certainly think we've got another two or three or maybe even four rate rises to come over the next 12 months uh, before uh, things ease up a little bit. Yeah, okay. So you said late threes, early fours. Come on, a quick number before we go this morning. <laughs> well, I haven't been asked that very much in the last couple of weeks. Look, I, I'll give you 4.1% and we'll have a look in a couple of months and see where I'm up to, eh? All right, 4.1%. You heard it. We'll see how that pans out. Tony, thanks once again for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast this morning. Have yourself a fantastic weekend. No worries, Craig. Enjoy your weekend as well, mate. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 